This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Gilmore T-Vibe here on Cliff Central where we give you all things Zimbabwe. Join me every Friday at 1 p.m. Central African time. That's actually our new time slot. Uh, we were 2 p.m. before, now we are 1 p.m. So remember that during your lunchtime you can actually sit and listen to the show and live stream on www.cliffcentral.com. And of course you can partake in the conversation via social media platforms. That's your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagrams by merely using the hashtag GT double E vibe and Twitter handles at Gilmore T double E at Clip Center and of course at Umela P. But for now, let's talk them. But a few things unfolding actually a few events ha- happening in Zimbabwe and on social media with uh, topics such as Jonathan Moyo trending uh, Mugabe trending you know after retiring or after leaving position the president the former president of Zimbabwe is still trending in Zimbabwe I wonder why and we also have topics such as Kukura Hondi trending sorry welcome yeah thank you very much you have a cold in summer yeah and you keep passing it to us your viruses your you know, germs I, I, I'm not contagious but you, I, I, I just caught it now because I also can feel it. Yeah, you, you play too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played too close. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jonathan May has been trending, I think, since uh, Thursday, which is just yesterday, and he's trending the, uh, the whole. He was trending the whole day yesterday. Um, this morning, he's still tra- he was trending also, and then the whole day again, he's still trending. Uh, so Zimbabwe's former Minister of Higher Tertiary Education, Science and Technology Development, Jonathan Moyo, featured on BBC. And apparently to a lot of people that were crying on social media, he, were, he, he came out representing Zimbabweans and talking on behalf of these citizens that have gone through the most for years. How dare? Yeah, uh, uh, I think that was very uh, silly. Yeah. Or, or, or presumptuous. Let's let's use proper words. Uh, presumptuous. <laughs> but silly is a word him. too. Yeah. Well, like I don't think I can go about calling. People, grown people, silly. All right, all right. But now, for Jonathan Moyo can't. We, he didn't disclose his whereabouts. Uh-huh. He asked the BBC not to disclose his whereabouts. All right. For his own security reasons. Okay. He so he's also in. Is he in danger? He claims or he's, they, they are looking for him to arrest him. The, uh, the interviewer mm-hmm. uh, Zaine Badawi uh, kept asking. Mm-hmm. Are you in danger? Has mm. there been threats on your life? Uh-huh. And he was uh, cleverly dodging the question, not answering it really. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, he did say he's out of the country because he mentioned he went out of the country legally. All right. Uh, so he didn't go illegally. He actually went legally. That's what he claims. So if he was in danger, then was he going to go legally because they could have just stopped him or arrested him if he was on a wanted list? Exactly. So the, his story has a few, you know, leaking points here and mm. there, and yet he still is that presumptuous or, you know, is that arrogant as to assume he can still be the voice of Zimbabweans? Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people were really not uh, excited with him trying to represent all the citizens in Zimbabwe. Yeah, no, because he goes on to say, uh, people are asking, you know, the whereabouts. People want to know the whereabouts of Robert. Who wants to know? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet. Where Robert Shimkafe is right now. I saw a tweet saying, who wants to know where their elders are? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like no one cares. So there is a couple of tweets, uh-huh. uh, interesting tweets mm-hmm. that people put up. Mm-hmm. 
one by at Grace Mudandwa. Say that Jonathan Moyo and Patrick Joao actually believe that Zimbabweans miss Mugabe yeah. and that they are said that he was pushed out. Uh-huh. The reality is that not only did we want Mugabe out, we also wanted and still want Zanu PF out. Uh-huh. We don't care which faction you belong to. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I, that's one tweet uh-huh. uh, by Grace. Who is supposedly not Mkabe? Of course. <laughs> uh, you've got a Zim Media review saying the last time Jonathan Moyo was on BBC mm. Hard Talk 2015, mm. he was asked about Itai Zamara. Mm. He said people disappear every day. Uh-huh. We have quite some porous borders. Mm. Today he was back on BBC Talk ranting and raving about being in exile. But then also, that's also Kelly speaking of him to say people disappear every day, like they are chickens or they are birds that just disappear. Yeah, I mean, that was really, you know, no. Jonathan has always been careless at the mouth. No way. So. You know, and then we've got one by, uh, at Resurrect Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Moe's hard talk interview exposed him to be a man who is delusional and in denial. Mm. He claimed new government, a banana republic, mm-hmm. doesn't adhere to the constitution. Violent, uh-huh. but so was Mkabe's government for over 37 years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there's one that I particularly like by Fadzai Mahere, mm-hmm. you know, advocate Mahere. The advocate. Oh, she's also like campaigning to be an MP, right? Nahare. She's also campaigning to be an MP somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere. Lovely <laughs> young lady. I don't know if she, she's young, right? Yeah, she's, she's supposed standards. to be young. Yeah. She's young. As long as she's below 40 in Zimbabwe, you're young. You're young, even if you're above 40. Yeah, Fatsai <laughs> Mayer goes on to so say, where was Professor Jonathan Moyo when his junta subverted the will of the people and mm-hmm. ensured another term from Kabe in 2008? Mm-hmm. Does his brand of constitutionalism only kick in when it favors Mkabe? Yes. He appropriates and reprobates pontificating on principles he only half understands. Okay, That's well, um, well, advocate language. language. I was going to ask what does that actually mean. <laughs> I, I, I read a tweet from Gilbert Nyambavu who says this claim by Jonathan Moore that Zimbabweans are demanding to know what happened to Mgabe. Which Zimbabweans though? Could they be Zimbabweans who still don't know what happened to the elder? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that's, that was him but uh, you watched more of the interview. What was he actually saying? Nothing much. He kept going around in circles. He kept trying to, you know, expose this uh, new Mnangako government uh-huh. to be, you know, a junta. This is a coup. They are unconstitutional. They didn't get into power uh, through constitutional means or by the ballot. They got into power by the bullet. He even went on to say, them, uh, Mnangako, President Mnangako, mm-hmm. and Vice President Chiwenga visiting. Uh, opposition leader Morgan Tsangirai, yeah. they were going to propose to delay elections. Oh, were they? Well, that's we don't know. That's says. what he claims. Okay. You know, that's what he claims. So, yeah, I mean, he was really out to, because he was being asked about a lot of corruption charges. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Zainab also went all the way to asking about these uh, press claims that he's also wanted in Kenya. Uh-huh. 
Oh, Jonathan Moyes wanted in Kenya? Yes, there was an article in the Daily News about him uh, being wanted in uh, Kenya. Don't ask For me what? about what. Okay, yeah. I don't want to be implicated in <laughs> knowing this thing. But he denied it. He said, oh, those are false accusations, you know, mm. and uh, all, all that type of stuff. And he kept dodging a lot of questions. And I feel like they really did. Because if one of the questions I, I, I was going to ask if I had a chance to interview Jonathan Moyo uh-huh. is uh, he's one person whose parents mm-hmm. were killed within Kukrahundi. Yes. Right? Which is what I'm, I'm going to talk about just soon after this. Yes. And then uh, how is it that he himself mm-hmm. then goes and saves the orchestrator of Kukrahundi in in I mean the persona of Mkabe. Maybe it was for his own personal gain I guess. But the way he was talking on an interview, like Mkabe is the only legitimate word, word, uh, president. I mean, these guys have not, he admitted it on his own Twitter mm. after they were thrown out. Uh-huh. That they, even the government in 2008, they did a coup. The so meaning we never had a legitimate like government been since 2008. Since 2008. For a decade we didn't have a, a legitimate We didn't have a government. legitimate, they knew that. And today he's so the one who wants to point fingers. He's a child. He's a child. Yeah. He's a child. You touched on Gukra Hundi. Gukra Hundi has been trending on social media and um, there's been talks in Harare and uh, that just happened yesterday, Thursday. And then this Friday evening, uh, just maybe later on, we should be attending that. Says, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it, we're going to have a talk in Bulawayo, which is the second largest city of Zimbabwe. Um, basically, we're trying to just bring about the reconciliation and talk about Kukraun. Do you think we're actually going to go anywhere with that? We should go somewhere. Mm-hmm. This is uh, something that's been long overdue. Yes. I mean, uh, the fact that uh, this new government is compensating whites, white farmers were, mm-hmm. you know, not very well treated uh, during the land reform. Yes. The third Chimurengwa. Chimurenga. <laughs> yes, the third Chimurenga. So, I mean, there was a lot of talk about, okay, the third Chimurenga is a more recent thing, uh-huh. 2000s, there about 2003, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, and is an older issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 83. And we never dealt with it. We never dealt with We're it. We're dealing How with the white yeah. Why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. And besides that, still, all the years, ever since Kukarawundi happened, you've had people coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had organization working with people mm-hmm. and people activists coming out, taking mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. to court. It's, uh, the Mtwakas, the guys who got arrested now, mm-hmm. It's not the first time. But, but what, what, what are the, what are the claims for arrest this time though? Uh, this time around they went to, uh, the church service. Uh, that happened in Bulawayo, where the president was it. Well, the president came down. Yeah, the president came down mm. to Bulawayo to attend the church service. Must have been a, you know, a hell of a church service. <laughs> but they have been attending churches, church exactly. services. Uh, I mean, I, I think their <laughs> campaign has begun. It's yeah. rolling out slowly. Yeah, and they're they going reaching everywhere. out to people. They are going everywhere. Mm. So yeah, so these guys, um, Twagazi Republic guys, were not making noise. They were just holding up placards. Some of them reading, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, uh-huh. Deal with Kukraundi or blah blah those kind of things. 
uh-huh. and they were arrested for that. Uh-huh. You know, and taken into custody, taken to uh, army barracks, taken to a police station. Mm. I was reading an article of one lady who was claiming, you know, the whole shock and everything. She got into a whole menstrual cycle and they wouldn't let her. You know, use uh, menstrual pads and things like this. Really? It's really nasty. So, but then it's still, isn't that like, it's going back to that because I'm reading a tweet now from Colin Shibango who said mm. the victims, uh, actually it's not him, uh, Sipo Malunga who's also, who's a speaker there, who was yes. a speaker yesterday uh-huh. in Harare uh-huh. at the Kukrahundi talks, mm-hmm. uh, says the victim's voice is missing from the Kukrahundi narrative. We must create conditions for their voices to, to be heard. So he said, and it's the same situation now you're saying if someone has refused to actually make use of, you know, a private yes. space, wh- what are we doing about it? Yeah. Like, are we just not suppressing the same way we've been suppressing? No, no, but, but, but now that's the thing is the ZANU-PF government mm. or the ZANU-PF party mm. has always had suppressive uh, uh, methods. Yeah. You know, whatever voice of, of dissent, whatever voice that challenges their course of action mm-hmm. gets suppressed. Yeah. You know, it's not ignored. It's not, you know, uh, debated against. Mm. It's suppressed. You know, mm-hmm. you have men in suits, you know, <laughs> moving in your direction and things like that. <laughs> so yeah, suits. yeah, yeah I mean, that's how it's always ideas. been. And I, I don't think they are ready to throw that. Mm. That power or just to actually have the discussion? No, I mean to throw that away. Right now they are going to have the discussion because uh, I was reading somewhere where Nangakwa seems to have allowed the Truth and Healing and Truth Commission mm-hmm. uh, you know, to be formed and signed it off. But is it me or I feel like all these things are just campaigns because obviously he knows as a president he knows that one of the most um, important issue to address is the Kukurahundi and by talking about it now it, in a way it favors him and it puts him in, a, in the good position because I've been hearing a lot of people on the street saying ah Darana is actually working meaning that man is actually working but at the same time I hear there were chaos in Arara yesterday but he is working he, he is, is working, working. yes uh, just uh, two days ago was it no yesterday just mm. yesterday I was reading a tweet by the undersecretary of the commonwealth uh-huh. after a meeting with foreign minister S.B. Moyo mm-hmm. You know about re-engaging Zimbabwe into the national international community, oh. and uh, you know Zimbabwe beginning to work with the Commonwealth again. Okay, and this is the undersecretary then hashtagging new uh, prospectives and things like that. Oh, nice! It's not even SP Moyo who put that out. It's not even a, a Zimbabwean. It's the Commonwealth, it's the Commonwealth. Who are now putting that out there, and they done a selfie. Uh, the undersecretary and uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. another woman, they didn't write the uh, name, but they, there was the foreign minister. minister so meaning he's affairs. working. He's working. So I we mean, should not, uh, put that under the carpet that he's actually making a, an effort. Yeah, he, he actually, we should, uh, acknowledge he's working. All right. Which is another thing that, uh, I think is a tricky scenario now for us. Uh-huh. You know, the people who've pointed a finger, I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't ready to see the, my perpetrator, my oppressor. Yeah. 
work and work fix and fix my things. problems. <laughs> I think also we've been in a very abusive relationship as Zimbabweans that when all these things are happening, we're not yet ready for it. I think yes. we thought we were ready for these things. But actually when you look at it, when you go and you get a service, like you said, the company registration and then they tell you it's 24 hours. Yes. It's still shocking to us that you go to a place and things are happening and things are faster and things are sort of like evolving. I think we're just not yet ready. We need like some orientation to happen to us. Orientation and all, but again, as I'm saying, uh, my oppressor, see, mm-hmm. people, as much as people have disliked Robert Mgabe, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people in Matebele have blamed him Nangakwa yes. for Kukurahundi and a lot of these atrocities. Because mm-hmm. he, se- he seemingly was at some point Robert M. Kavez too. Yes. And he's been the oppressor. He's been somebody that people dislike. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot and, of people. And, and, and now, this is the same guy who is fixing my problems, our problems, bit by bit. Yes, I'm, I don't know. I'm not saying he's fixed everything. Or he's, even but he's he fixed, trying his best. But he's actually moving in a direction, in a... Yeah. Positive direction, and, and it's shocking. I, I, I didn't. I don't think I'm ready to see that. I'm. I don't think I'm ready. So the <laughs> to see, you know, my oppressor, my enemy, <laughs> actually fix uh, my issues. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. You see? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we need to acknowledge him. I mean, he's trying his best. He is, he's just yes, actually he off working. to the World Economic Forum in Davos and. For many years, our former president, Robert Mugabe, could not actually go and attend. At some Buddha. point in a certain year, he was denied an invite, Robert he, Mugabe. He was, yeah. Yes. But he has attended the regional one in, in yeah. Durban, mm-hmm. but then the Davos one is never. And Emerson Nangagwa is actually going there and is in attendance right now. Which is positive. Positive for the country. He's hopeful for the country. Very it's positive. Hopeful. Yes. Ah. And seemingly, one of the things I was touching with Jonathan Moore interview mm. is... Uh, the international community seems to be willing to work with Mnangakwa. Yeah. Regardless of what you claim, Jonathan, that they are unconstitutional, blah, 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 all those things, the international community seems to be willing to work yes. with this government. No, they are, they are, they are, mm-hmm. they are. Listen, if you're listening and you want to take part in this conversation, make sure you use the hashtag GTWE vibe. We need to take a breather and we want sorry to get some uh, water, some warm water. Maybe his voice can clear or his <coughs> nose can clear. <laughs> so make sure you tweet us at clipcentral.com and at GilmoreTWE and also at Umelapi. We'll be back soon after this. <laughs> Oh, we are back. So we are talking about titles and the culture of worshipping them today and would love to hear from you, obviously, and what you think about this. But then it always raises questions when I look at people with titles, like why do we so do so much bootlicking to them and just what happened to servant leadership? Because when you elect someone into position, it means they're supposed to serve you as a person. But then it's the other way around. They want us to worship them. They want us to uh bootlick them or maybe it's us who like doing that to the people i have no idea where we stand uh so we have examples such as uh, just for, for for example now we have the first lady it doesn't mean just because she's married to the president automatically she is supposed to have some like a strong voice she's just an like individual she becomes absolute no she yeah and she becomes like all of a sudden she goes into a place and whatever that she says is put into government into consideration like mm-hmm. the recent visits that she had at um, below um hospital no, yeah and uh she said something and all of a sudden it's taken into consideration by the minister of health but she doesn't work for the minister of health she is, is she qualified you in, know in, in that regard 
as a health expert, no, as an administrator of a health institute, mm. to make changes in that regard. I don't think so. I think we have a huge problem right there as, as a country. So it's a, it's, a, it's a national issue actually that we have. Yeah, I mean it plays out in a lot of of, of, of scenarios that do not have to do as per se with the first lady. Mm. You know, as soon as somebody holds a particular position, they seem to have assumed a, a certain power. Yes, you know, yes. they are not challenged. They they their views or regardless of how wrong they are, their actions are not questioned. Are no not one challenges them at all. You know, and 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 that's like people put leak. You know, I mean, but I, I think it's there everywhere in Hollywood. You, Is that? I'm not, I'm not in, not Hollywood, in I mean, Hollywood. In the world, <laughs> including in places Hollywood. like Hollywood, uh, you know, where if you're not in certain good books with a particular producer, oh, yeah. You yeah. know, you don't get you jobs. You won't go anywhere. You know, you had, you have these sex scandals going around nowadays. Mm, mm. Harvey Weinstein being an exec producer and yeah. you know abusing so many women just so that they can get certain parts in films, in and, films yeah. and these are just innocent people who are trying to survive who are trying to make it mm. you know who are trying to go about you know exercising or doing this and suddenly you have this barrier in there so mm. these mm. positions that uh, are there I think it, it, sometimes it, 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 it's made to look like the an African problem. Yeah, but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a global issue. I think it's there globally. Because mm, when you bring it home, sorry to cut you, when you bring it home, you have this issue of musicians even crying foul saying that they're not getting any airplay on, on radio because the presenters and producers, they also feel the power. Like, I'm the one who can plug you in for, every, for millions of people to hear your song. So you find that there's also this whole issue of they have the power and you have to worship them by either paying them or being nice to them or never uh, questioning why they play certain things or why they do certain things on their radio stations. Um, so I, I, like you said, it's just not, uh, it's not even an African thing. I mean, it happens in Hollywood, but I was just trying to bring it back home. Yes, definitely. We have these examples happening in Zim. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, I think it's largely it's a case of people just abusing whatever authority, whatever position that they've had mm -hmm. and people who are also now victims of that mm -hmm. end up allowing that abuse mm. to continue in all these instances if you're going to talk about radio yeah. tv you're yeah. going to talk yeah. about all these where jobs are concerned yeah. yes there are certain people who can help it mm. if somebody is being sexually abused and it's going on there's that's evidence that's proof that they're in that situation and they can't help it but yeah, for those yeah. scenarios that we actually uh, i think we allow to happen for mm. those scenarios where it's a radio dj it's a radio producer mm. it's a mm -hmm. politician mm -hmm. it's somebody who who's got in a job at the ministry of arts and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. and now they are bad habits and all that are prevailing yeah, you know yeah. But we also give them power. I think yes. once someone also has the title, we give them power. I won't mention names, but there's a particular individual who is in a good position in the arts sector. Yes. Uh, and they happen to have uh, <laughs> products, and their products are constantly put as uh, faces everywhere by some other people. And that's a way of just bootlicking them. And they get funding. <laughs> that's actually a way of... <laughs> <laughs> of putting in an issue into the show and not actually divulging. <laughs> no, I can't. I, I mean, um, 
it's just an example that I would not like. That, which is, this, this is the proper, <laughs> this is the exact problem that we're talking about <laughs> where people are not being challenged uh, because of their positions, because of their authority. You are actually giving this particular person power right now. I'm giving them power. You are giving So I'm them supposed to be power. mentioning people's names. You are supposed to be calling people out. Ah. <laughs> no, listen. I, I had a conversation. I'm going to quickly run away from this. I had a conversation with a, a certain colleague of mine and he was talking about how he used to constantly go to church all the time and he was very much involved in church. But he, it, when he was involved in the church, he would be, he would do things so to uh, to make the pastor happy, the you know the head pastor or whatever you call them, happy. Mm-hmm. But he said as time passed by, he realized that actually himself he was not happy at all. And the moment he quit going to that church, um, that pastor that he was doing things to satisfy said that ah you've lost everything ah super or you you are now out of the way uh, mm-hmm. you are now in the wilderness. Um, but he said. He would, the pastor was saying, was saying that to him and he lost all respect from the people around because the pastor said that to him. But himself, he felt so good of leaving that space because he didn't feel productive at all. So it even goes into the churches, these issues of, 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 of titles. No one is going to question a pastor why the pastor is wearing shiny suits or why the pastor Mboro is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is spraying people with doom or why the pastor is touching is, you know, Mboro has got this thing apparently where he watches people <laughs> having sex and then he records them. No one is going to question that because he's in, he's in, he's in a position and we tend to respect our pastors. We tend to respect our elders. Where do we draw the I, I line think, though? I think respect, the moment respect becomes fear. So it's fear. It, 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 it then uh, uh, becomes another thing. Mm. And the moment that fear is coupled by a certain level of ignorance. Yeah. Because as human beings, I like to think we know what's wrong and what's right. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you are, you, you allow somebody to invade that personal space of yours in the name of you know, attaining some divine, you know, <laughs> intervention, you know, some, you know, being uh, deduced and deciphered divinely. You're sounding like a guy like whose name is called Mboro. <laughs> <laughs> but in South Africa, Mboro, they don't even know what it means. But to us, that's like Mboro is basically your penis. That's what they're saying. So it's called Pastor Penis. In Zimbabwe, it's called Pastor Penis. <laughs> And uh, already for us We won't even have so much respect towards him Maybe fear that he will penetrate Some of our people in church I mean yo That guy is really penetrating Spiritual levels So I mean uh, This issue of title is really like it's, it's deep Yeah because as soon as somebody is a pastor As soon as somebody is a politician As soon as somebody is a CEO As yeah. soon as somebody is a policeman mm-hmm. You know suddenly we have this thing of, 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 you know, author, even my daughter's school. Mm. My daughter goes to a primary school where, you know, the teachers and people there are so. You actually arrogant. have a daughter? I've got two daughters. Oh, you can produce? Anyway, you're saying? <laughs> the teachers there are so arrogant. They're so, you know, terrible towards parents. I had a hard time getting, you know, my, my elder daughter goes to this primary school. Mm-hmm. Do you want to name it? Yes, well, yes, because I'm quality. not going to give people power. Like I did. Coglin <laughs> Primary School. It's called Coglin Primary It's a nice yeah. school. Coglin yeah. Primary School yeah. is an all-girls school. So my elder daughter goes there. Mm. And last year I had to find uh, a place for my 
Yeah, my my three four year old yes mm-hmm. going to grade zero. I had a hard time because they are in power. They have the and decision. The arrogance, the arrogance mm-hmm. they had. Mm-hmm. I went all the way from the teacher in charge all the way to the headmistress. Mm-hmm. And the arrogance, mm, mm, mm. the arrogance, the people. I know. I really had to go there about nine, ten times. That wasn't beef until eventually, you know, they were like, you know, they realized we are not shaking this guy off. Yeah, yeah. You know, because for me, it didn't make sense that. But one of my daughters goes <laughs> there. And then the other one has to go to another school. Yeah. You know, because they assume this part. Remember one meeting and this teacher is saying, you know, everybody wants to come to Cockland. Everybody wants, like, how you even speak to people like that? Yeah. We are suddenly everybody who want to come to also fancy school. And for me, it's not because I'm going to a fancy school. It's in my zone, my jurisdiction. It's a school. That's just nearby also. Nearby. Where I live, yeah, it's where my daughters are supposed to go. <laughs> so I guess it's ignorance also that we have with our pe- with the people in position because you go to schools, you're treated like crap, but at the same time you're like, but you are there to save the people. Exactly. That's what That's you're what supposed to do. Forget. Well, this is what we need in Zimbabwe: mm. a top-down approach to things. For many years, for Robert M. Kabe's thirty-seven years, <laughs> we've been living in a. I mean, we need a. a, 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 a we don't need a top-down. Yeah. Say top down. You say top down. Yeah. Bottom, bottom up. up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yes. Yeah. I hope that sounds bottom's right. Bottoms up. Yes. So <laughs> because we've been living in this repressive top down thing mm-hmm. where authority is above you, as soon as a policeman, whether or not what, mm. you know, because they are a policeman, they suddenly have this authority above you. Because somebody's a teacher, never. because somebody's a pastor, mm. because somebody's a politician, because somebody's a manager. Or something even in the supermarkets you get that dirty ah but in the supermarkets it's worse pick and pay uh tm pick and pay the one on um five street yes they need to work they really need to work I, hard I on their services now i've got friends and i've said this many times last time yeah. i bought a cake for my brother and when mm-hmm. i took it back and the cake actually had molds and it was bad mm-hmm. when i took it back um the lady was giving me attitude and then i really stood up i was like listen up I paid my money for this. I wasted my time queuing and then to buy a not so good cake that is actually bad. And then why, how the hell do you even sell such things in this space? And then I, she felt like I was being rude. I was like, no, but you are not, you are, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the client. Fine, yes. Customer is king. You need to and sit your ass down. The computer is king. <laughs> no, but they need to sit down. So exactly. we need to, we need to no, sort these things out. A, a, a teal operator at that TM PNB, I was airing out a concern as a mm-hmm. customer and the teleoperator tells me that's not even a complaint. Why are you even talking? Oh. At that very same TM pick and pay. Yeah, I think we need to get to, we need to <laughs> TM pick and pay on five, five must four. <laughs> That's bad PR with them. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's terrible and we need to, to, very to improve on that. Yes. Listen, let's talk about um, uh, this whole Mrs. Mnangagwa because we know her as Mrs. Mnangagwa, but everyone now is amying her, like how we Ish. put, uh, Grace Mgabe and we named her Amai Mgabe and she became a doctor. She's now being stripped off her doctorate by the university of Zimbabwe these things are, are we the ones that want to turn Mrs. Mnangagwa again into another Grace Mgabe? we are going to amai ourselves again amai means mother if you're listening and you don't know what amai means we are going to amai ourselves again which is a very terrible thing I think as much I, I understand the first lady has 
passions as well yeah. In, yeah. In, 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 in a work regard mm-hmm. they are allowed to pursue that mm-hmm. as much as possible mm. but then the moment they start meddling with the nation I, I, she should just open an NGO and pursue whatever her passion is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of going to state parastatals mm-hmm. and, and, and all that and you know start and then again you've got people now beginning to call her Amai and start giving her all this power now yeah yeah which is one bad thing that we're going to lend ourselves into this because the next thing she's going to be a doctor after very Emma soon, Amai, very soon, she's going to be a doctor. <laughs> doctor, doctor. <laughs> I think she's also she should be allowed to be her own person, and she should not also put herself under so much pressure yes. of trying to prove to people. Because first of all, if you were interested, I'm sure by now she would, she would, be, she would have been somewhere. Mm-hmm. She was interested in all these many things. Yeah. So I feel she's her own person, like many other first ladies across the globe. Mm-hmm. They're their own people. They have their own passions. Maybe your passion is just being in the kitchen cooking. Yeah, maybe or your, your passion, passion is. Music, maybe yeah. you want to pursue music, yeah. or like Donald Trump's wife. Your passion wasn't she like, no, is it Donald Trump's wife or the first lady of France mm-hmm. who was, um, was she a stripper or a porn star or something? I mean, you want if that's, that's her what, passion, what, yes, <laughs> go for that. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe she wants to be a lawyer, maybe she wants that's that. We yeah. understand that, yeah, yeah, but also people should not this let's desist from this Amai attitude that yeah. we have because we have another Gucci problem later. Busy on. crying Amai this oh, oh, oh. <laughs> for the what? Uh, who's Amai? <laughs> <laughs> who's mother? <laughs> <laughs> we also managed to talk to Zenzel Ndebele, who's yes. a social commentator, is an activist, is a journalist, is a very loud mouth individual. And uh, we were asking questions about who should be of importance, the people in power or the people who elect them into these positions. And why do you think titles or high positions are worshipped in Zimbabwe? How much power or influence do you think a first lady should have in a country? These are just a few questions. You are also welcome to respond to these on our social media platforms. The handles you already know. But this is what Zenzel and Debbie, the loudmouth, had to say. Theoretically, the people who are elected are the ones who are supposed to be, you know, serving the people. But we know in practice that most of the times when you elect people with a position of power, they become the leaders, they become the rulers. Therefore, they are the ones with the power. I mean, we, we have had, uh, for example, if you take the, the new president, Emerson Nangawa, he always talks about uh, servant leadership. He says the voice of the people is the voice of God, and therefore, you know, he will do what the people want. But we know it's political talk. In essence, the politicians and those who are in a position of authority decide what needs to be done. They decide the policies. They decide how things should be uh, conducted, who gets resources, who doesn't get resources. Cycles and all those kind of things. It's, I don't think it's, it, it is only in, in Zimbabwe. I guess it is I mean, in Africa. I guess it is in the rest of the world. People want to feel important. I mean, uh, even if you go to primary school, you know, the, everyone wanted to be a class monitor and if someone was nominated a class monitor they felt like they are very important someone wanted to be a prefect you know and and, and all those kind of things you go to churches you know someone wants to be an asha and another one wants to be a priest you know you go to any community you know small issues burial societies everyone wants to be chair to be you know a chair of a burial society so i guess it i mean 
positions come with authority they come with their little privileges they come with the, you know benefits of some sort and because there is power that is involved i mean many people human beings by nature uh, they like power they they like to feel important and i mean in terms of how much power and influence uh, first lady has i mean she, she has not been elected she's not an elected official so she 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 most of the times you find if you, if you look at uh, okay let's look in countries where democracies work do you really hear a lot about the first lady in america do you really hear about the first lady in developed countries do you really hear first lady in countries where democracies work take for example you know any other country where there's democracy or you know you hardly or even south africa or wherever you hardly get to hear a lot about first left first ladies so i mean uh, our country had a problem the way we had the first lady who wanted power she clearly wanted to succeed her husband and for that reason she started to be involved and she started getting uh, positions of uh, influence in, in politics uh, if you take the former first lady Grace Mugabe, she was the chairperson of the women's league and she was now actually online to be the, the vice president of the country had it uh, not been uh, removed from the power by the soldiers so from that basis you find that our first lady was very powerful and unfortunately the same first lady who comes in she's trying to correct probably in a way the image of the other first lady that you know i'm not interested in power but i'm trying to help you know so i'm going to do charity and all those kind of things and at the end of the day she's covered by the media and i get a lot of publicity and again with time she's going to have influence but ordinarily first ladies are just you know president's wives i mean they are somewhere in the background they help their husbands but they do a bit of charity here and there but these are the people that you can go for a month without hearing what they did and, and, and so forth you just see them accompanying the president so she, she really doesn't have to be powerful she really doesn't have to command a lot of authority because she's not the one who was voted in power it's her husband who was voted in power and she's just there to to assist and not to run the country as if she was also elected <laughs> So says Nzenzel and Devele. Actually, I agree a lot with him on the aspect of the first lady being there in the background to assist the husband, not to try to be in the forefront all the time and to also want to be involved in decision making on issues that actually have a ministry that operates in such. Like we touched a bit about the Minister of Health and now because the first lady went to visit Bilo Hospital, all of a sudden all the things that she said are being taken into consideration without an official individual from the Minister of Health going to visit, investigate and assess what's happening and make the right decisions. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think he's got a lot of valid points right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's what we touched on uh, about the, the, you know, the limits of power. I think this, we, we need as Zimbabwe to, to work on what we can call limits of power. Okay. You know, it, it's the same scenario where you get in a workplace just because somebody thinks they have a certain authority, they begin to push around people who are not even in their department. Mm, because mm. I am a boss here, I'm suddenly everybody's boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I, I'm married to the woman who owns this company, I've, I'm suddenly the man around here, yeah, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So we really need to say, you know what, if you're a supervisor, you're a supervisor. Mm. These are limits of power. This way you can really extend your authority too. Mm, mm, mm. You know, that way first ladies would understand 
Yeah, and they were just maybe understand. politicians yeah. would understand. Everybody would understand. Mm. You know, I'm here. I'm not supposed to abuse this work. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm supposed, supposed to, to save people. I think exactly. the most important thing that we need to take away from this is, if you're you're in a position of power, if you're in a position of some sort. You are there to serve people because it's these people that have put you in this place. Exactly. And yeah, just even if it's a business, it's the same people who are buying there. Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. So it's important. I actually worked at some company. My first job, I worked at a company where the wife, not even the, she was not the wife by then, the the girl or the woman that my boss was sleeping with, she would come and tell us what to do. She wants to give us orders. And she was just sleeping with the guy. She was not even married to the guy. So I've experienced that a lot. And it happens a lot everywhere in Zim. Not just maybe in Zim, maybe in other countries. Some people can relate to this. And um, But we need to learn to serve people. That's the bottom line. Let's serve people, those that put us in power, those that actually were looking, up, um, looking out for it. We need to be able to be there for them. Yeah. And stop fighting. Definitely. Yeah. you with some HIV AIDS information and creating awareness basically around HIV AIDS across the African continent. So here is five minutes with sugar. Welcome to MTV Sugar Down South. This is Q Story. I've always been popular. Not that I try. People just gravitate towards me and I never have to look for friends. But I'm actually really shy and insecure all the time. I'm just pretending to be cool. But I do have some solid peeps in my life, like my boy Reggie. Hey, calm, dog. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. It's a team sport, boy. It's a team sport, hey, don't boy. don't be a hater, dog. Just calm, dog. Come on. Yeah. Why are you always going to be the steering when I sign, yeah? Why are the defenders always hitting on the strikers, dog? <laughs> Listen to this guy. Okay, let's vibe. Away, 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 away. And then there's my queen. My Ndwana, Ibilang. I don't know how I got her. She's the smartest and the most beautiful girl in Zenzele. But she never has time for me anymore. And I don't know how to handle it. Hey. Dude, I'm on my way out, yeah? Hi, Ndwana. I'm not going to see her all this weekend. Please. We know it's working these days. Do not start with me. You know how hard it's been. I just thought it was getting better. You're coming back to school though, right? Yes, I am, but I still need to make a living. Kyubuga. We're barely coping here. Relax. I just miss you, that's all. But we're not allowed to miss you now. It's all about the phone calls, all about the texts. All about the wife that gets his time to get sections. It's about the hard times. But then Ibilene came to watch me play soccer. It's been a while. I always play better when she's around. Hey, you made it. We need to talk, Quentin. Quentin? Okay, this is not good. This morning made me realize... I thought about it, and I realized that I was a bit of a prick about... No lemon wetting the bed, so I am sorry. It's not even about that. I just think that we need to take a break. Take a break? You were right. I just have a lot on my plate right now. And there's no space for me on that plate. Is that it? No. Come on, you know, like, Antona, please, don't, don't do this. I need some time, you know, to, like, like... how much time do you need, Ippy? Okay, please. You know what, no. Take all the time you need. But I'm not going to wait for that plate to make space for me. Are you kidding me? What the hell just happened? You... Had me running, falling down over nothing. Was it always true? Was At least I still have Reggie and the soccer crew on my side. Some things are still normal. So what's the plan for the weekend? 
Divisa saw a couple of walls in Section 5. Why are you hanging out with that Morphe these days? She's a cool guy, Yeah, but he takes her like a girl. So? Does that bother you? What are you saying, dude? I mean, does it affect you who the guy wants to be with in his life? No, I don't care. As long as he doesn't try anything with me. So let's say I was gay. I mean, it'd still be my boy. would be all cool, you know? Uh, but you're not, Doc. But I am. Since when? Since forever, man. I mean, I've just come to terms with it recently. Okay. Okay, so um, th that means we're good, right? I mean, okay is good. I mean, I really need you to be cool with this. Yeah. Yeah, no, Doc, we're good. No way. I mean, what was I supposed to say? Is it just me, or is the whole world going crazy? I thought if I just ignored what he'd said, it would all go away. I'm telling you, boys, they were all close up in each other's faces, bruh. Hugging even. Come on, stop crying. All right, come on. You know something already happened between you guys? Are cute dog. Just tell us the truth. Come on, man. Cute. So you and Tom Bizzle are the man of my chance. Hey, dog. So you knew about all of this? Come on, dog. You know I don't know about this, bro. It's not rubbish. Ah, dog. Ah, rich, dog. Just tell them I don't know about this, bro. Hey, tell them I didn't know about this. Hey, what the heck, bro? Stay down. What do I do now? What did he expect me to do? I mean, all the guys were there and they look up to me. I didn't have a choice. I can't believe I did that. Reggie is my best friend and he trusted me. I'm the worst friend anyone could ask for. I tried to make it up to him. Hey, bro. Okay, so look, I realize I messed up. I'm sorry, bro. Just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. Just say anything. No, no, there's, there's nothing you can do, kid. I'm gonna have your back this time. I promise. I take respect seriously, you understand? And you made it quite clear that me and you, we can't be friends anymore. Hard truth? Life doesn't always go your way. But I'm not the same Q anymore. From now on, I'm going to decide who I am. No more following the crowd. I will get my best friend back and my girl. Watch the space. Hey! How would you react if one of your friends told you they were gay? By talking about MTV Sugar, it will be showcasing in Zimbabwe, rather screening on Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation Television. 
anytime soon like very soon we'll be seeing mtv sugar on our very local tv station so stay tuned to the gilmore tv vibe on cliff central we'll be sharing more information on the day the time and everything else that you can expect from mtv sugar still in the entertainment in, uh, sector i was going to say industry i'm extremely excited because black panther is finally finally premiering on the 16th of february and already it has had the biggest first day ticket pre-sale of an any marvel movie i mean uh Captain America has been holding that record uh, in 2016. Uh, they had the most pre-sold uh, tickets. And here comes Black Panther, an all-black uh, superhero movie, coming and just taking that away yeah, from Captain I mean, America. Uh, it's been long, a long time coming. From right, Panther, right, right. You know, since the comic book series. I mean, initially when Stan Lee and them made the comic book, uh-huh. uh, they had to change the name from Black Panther to Black Leopard mm. because of the Black Panthers in the states, the revolutionary movement. Oh yeah, yeah. Black Panthers yeah. in the state, they didn't want to be politically misconstrued. Yeah. But eventually, Black Leopard wasn't working. Mm, no, I mean Black Leopard just sounds lame. <laughs> like so Black they had Mamba. To eventually, bring it back to Black Panther. Mm. And now, I mean, the times have come, have changed, and yeah. suddenly the movie is coming out with a whole host of, you know, actors. You've got Chadwick Boseman, who's talented. I mean, one yeah. of my favorite actors. If you've seen the James Brown movie, he did a sterling, like, mm-hmm. gave a sterling performance. You've got Michael B. Jordan. And, of course, we have Danai Gurira. And Danai for me, Gurira, I'm excited because she's course. a Zimbabwean actress, and she's killing it. She's out there and she's got a major role. It's not yeah. one of those extras. You've got Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, yes. I yes. mean, you've got the Forest Whitakers and all this. And silly. I love that they got a a, a a woman cinematographer. Oh, to do that. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the director uh, Ryan Coogler is a young black male mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. You know, co-writer, director is a very talented man. Mm, He's done amazing work. And now the the, the diversity. That, uh, you know, a company as big as Marvel is beginning to include, you know, uh, some of these jobs are no longer strictly for men. Yeah, only, and, women and, are also and taking like, them out. You know, people of color as well. Mm. You know, you've got all that mix coming in, which is, I mean, the world should move such a yeah, we should, we should, and I mean, bravo! I hope they'll be nominated for an Oscar or win an Oscar sometime soon. No, 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 <laughs> it's not gonna happen. No, because <laughs> there's already some politics around the Oscars uh, already before anything else is announced. I don't know yes. if the list is out yet or it's gonna be out sometime soon. Well, there's speculations and predictions here and there, mm-hmm. nothing concrete as yet. Mm-hmm. But you've got films like Get Out, which is a brilliant film by Jordan Peele again. Yeah, Your directorial debut. It's a horror. Uh, film that uh, looks at the horrors of racism mm, for a mm, young black male mm, or a mm, black person in the US. Yes. And it's nominated under a comedy. But then he's talking about real issues and real then you put it under comedy though. Comedy. You talk about trying to snub somebody. No. But there's, there's quite a, 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 a number of uh, interesting films. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got The Shape of Water, this is Guillermo del Toro, you've got Dan Cake. That's so those are just speculations, though? No? Yeah, but now these are basically like the highest bidding days. One film I've read quite a, an amount about called The Florida Project. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Phantom Thread by PTA. PTA mm-hmm. is a legend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing. But for me, one... Oscar that should be set right now yeah. 
is Roger Dickens Oscar for best cinematography. Hopefully though. He's a master. Roger Dickens is a master. He's given us some of the most beautiful almost all the most beautiful work in film that is there in Hollywood right now. Uh-huh. Roger Dickens and yet he's never won an Oscar. But you know the Oscars are like a secret society. You gotta have to know somebody, you're gonna have to pay Maybe somebody. Maybe he was to like, you know that. what? I'm not secret society. Mm-hmm. They're like, we won't give you an Oscar. But well, listen, do we, do you actually need, because remember we spoke about awards some time back. Mm-hmm. Um, do we actually need these awards, uh, to sort of like certify our work? For example, we're talking about the Black Panther. So do we, would we call it like, oh, the movie, movie when it has won an Oscar or one of those awards? Well, it, it, it's, it's a two way stream. It, it, it's both and nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a, a movie, Winning an Oscar, depending on which Oscar it won, mm-hmm. best director or best actor, best actress. Yes, that's a lot. That, that's like a, a, a huge boost. But I hear for this, the director, yeah. the actor, the actress. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge. This is where the big money starts coming in. But then I, I also hear, I, I read somewhere that there's an Oscar spell. Once an actor, I mean an actor or an actress like Halle Berry gets to win an Oscar, there's such, there's like a spell around them. No one else wants to work with them because they're already way highly, highly ranked. But so, it, it depends. It, we can't say no one else because you've got uh, films like Star Wars putting billions of dollars to make that one film. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't like the one that I watched uh, recently. How many Star Wars films have you watched? Maybe two. Yeah, you should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never liked it. I fell asleep halfway through. Two yeah, hours, thirty minutes should, is too long. That's a wasted ticket. You should have given it to somebody. We appreciated. We understand. It. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this spell is just a. I think it's just a, 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 a political statement mm, mm. because at the end of the day, a lot of money goes into film. There's all right. this uh, all the money in the world. Mm-hmm, it's a mm-hmm. Scott film. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, it had uh, Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. but because of the, all, all the sexual harassment, they had to replace Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer. Yeah. There's also Mark Wahlberg in there, mm-hmm. and there's a lady woman. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. She's <laughs> in there. But now the appalling thing is when they had to do the reshoot with Christopher Plummer. Yes. No one seemingly was paid. Then later it turns out that Mark Hoberg was paid $1.5 million and the leading actress wasn't paid a thing. She was just given a $80 per year for 10 days. That's like uh, $800. And somebody gets $1.5 million. So there's already like imbalances in the in, in Hollywood and in the film industry, and you know that we can talk about for an entire. Two yeah, hours. but Marvel Studios has been uh, doing an incredible job because we've got Wonder Woman that is Wonder Woman. No, one, but Wonder Woman is not Marvel. Don't be ignorant. Wasn't it on Marvel? That's DC Comics. <laughs> no ways. Oh, yes, okay. Ways. So why did I no, think? No, you've got a film up here. <laughs> Actually, it's DC. Yes, it's DC. But I mean, still, Wonder Woman was like a woman dead, uh, whatever. It, they did Change. such yes. an incredible job with Very it. Very much. Um, and I mean, even the, the, she went on to act on that, um, what's it called? The, the legacy. What, 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 what is it called? What legacy? No, the movie that had all the superheroes. You, what are their names? Uh, there was Wonder <laughs> Woman, there was Batman. There was um Cyclops. The, there was a first guy. The Flash. The Flash. What is the movie Aquaman. called? 
I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? I know what the movie is called. I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? Yeah. But anyway, that's it. I mean, uh, all the best to Danai Gurira, our Zimbabwe sister. We really wish you all the best in Hollywood. And uh, we hope maybe we can work with you sometime when you come back to Zimbabwe. We hope to have more of you being produced from Zimbabwe. No, I, I <laughs> let's not ruin Danai. <laughs> She's okay. You know, doing the walking dead, doing uh-huh. black panda. Just keep it there. We should Just keep not it. Ruin it. We the next thing <laughs> she comes here, you want to give her a farm. You want her to start. <laughs> we'll give her fifty thousand. Sorry. <laughs> no, let's not spoil a successful someone already. You know what? Uh thank you so much for listening to the Gilmore TV vibe here on Cliff Central. Be a part of the conversation and we would love to hear from you all the time. The hashtag is GTWE Vibe. And our Twitter handles are at CliffCentral.com, at GilmoreTWE and at Umelapi. But before we shut down, Zimbabwean Telecoms Media and Financial Service Tycoon Strive Masiwa is now worth 1.7 billion US dollars and is ranked at 14 in Africa on the Forbes list, meaning he's the only Zimbabwean billionaire on the Forbes list. That's 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 something huge. That's something huge, yeah. Very huge. So congrats positive, to him. Very positive, positive. lesson to Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Young Zimbabwean children coming up mm-hmm. and one dreaming big and yeah. thinking it could be impossible. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's, he's on the list, the same list with uh, Dangoti, who's number one, and he's worth twelve point two billion dollars. Dangoti's got that long oil money. <laughs> he's got so much money. <laughs> he has so much. Money. And where is this uh, Sundowns dude? Which one is that? What's his name? Because uh, there's a South African who's on the list called Nikki Appenhammer, who's worth 7.7 billion US dollars. There should be another South African as well. There. Um, there's an Angolian, there's a Nigerian. Again, obviously Nigerians have got, they're everywhere on the list. Yes. Um, they should be. I need to check out the entire list, but I mean, we're saying bravo to all these people that are, are listed there. It's a, it's a good milestone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We it, want money it, it from is them. Definitely. We want money. They should give us money. They should give so us money. So what are the expectations then? You know, Zimbabweans always expect something. What yeah, are the expectations? Yeah, start that, you know, doling out free airtime. <laughs> but they've been stealing our airtime, sorry. That's how you got to that one billion. <laughs> they've been stealing our airtime and by the way, Econet is not the most, you know, pleasant service provider to work with. No, no, no. Uh, I think people are living in the luxury of, of Net One being a charity organization, you know. They're not going to that's, be why they're not, not, that's why they're not that's billionaires. That's why they're not billionaires. <laughs> so you need to learn to steal. Please be like Strive Masiwa. Learn to steal money from people. <laughs> Especially okay. airtime. Yeah. <laughs> right. We have to shut down the show and, um, Torello, if I want to follow you, where can I get hold of you? On Twitter, mm-hmm. I'm really trying this Twitter thing. I've always been a Facebook person, but I'm really trying this Twitter thing. Yeah. I post like about two, three tweets a day. That's good. I Bravo that, to you. Yeah, I see people doing more. I tried with the Jonathan Moore interview earlier, uh-huh. but I couldn't keep up with the professionals. You couldn't keep up with the Kardashians either. Yes. <laughs> so where do we get hold of you actually? And uh, obviously, you can find me on Twitter at GilmoreTWE, and you can find us at CliffCentral.com, and use the hashtag over and over again, GTWE Vibe. Thank you so much for listening to us. We have to go. We have to go. And we have to go treat our flu because we are, like, dying of the cold. He gave me a cold. Not that I was doing anything. Not that we are an item, you know. (laughs) Until next week, enjoy the rest (laughs) of your listening. Cheers. (laughs) This is CliffCentral.com.